And the reward and the result at the end of that, it's, it's a game changer for people. It is. Well, that's why I put CrossFit in, in my rehab for that reason is to try to get people to realize that, you know, you can create that same feeling that you would get from getting high or drinking by working out. And if you do it repetitively, you know, for months at a time, you build that habit and then you rely on that instead of a substance. And that, that is a somebody, somebody asked me that. Yes. Somebody asked me that in Michigan uh, Friday night because we stayed out a little late. We had a little too much um, Casamigos. Actually, we had some 1942 and some Casamigos. Um, but they asked me, they said, are you getting up in the morning going to the gym? I'm like, you better believe I am. Like, what time? I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to get up at 4 like I did this morning, but I'm probably going to wake up about 6.30 or 7, and I'm going to go. F- and I went to the 8 o'clock F45 class. Like, I'm, I, I, it's, it's non-negotiable for me. Like, I'm to the point now to where if I miss the gym, I'm cranky. Like, I don't feel yeah. good. Like my day, I'm not focused. My brain isn't locked in. All of those things that get released when I work out, they're not there. So I I have to work out. I work out at least six days a week. Every now and then, I'll squeeze a light sweat, something my Peloton or something just to sweat and get my mind going. So, yeah. Well, and that's smart. And that's also just knowing yourself. Um, a lot of times people don't understand that they feel depressed or sad or angry because they have all that pent up stuff that they need to let out. There's just like a certain awareness that's not there unless you're accustomed to it and you have that realization. It took my kid pointing it out to me many years ago when I was going through something and he's like, dude, when was the last time you worked out? I'm like, what do you mean? And then I thought about it. I was like, shit. It's actually been a couple of days and yeah, it was Logan. And, and then yeah, yeah. finally the light bulb went off. I'm like, Oh my God, I've become that person that I actually need to work out in order to yeah. stay uh, feeling good and doing good. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Was, it was kind of a proud yeah. moment. Like, yes, I, it, I crossed over. Yeah. And you realize it like that. So for me, that's it. I mean, I literally, I, I tell people the most important 10 minutes of your day aren't when you wake up in the morning. It's before you go to bed, planning your day out. Like when I go to bed, my day's planned. I know what I've got going on. Like when I get done today, I will plan tomorrow. I color code my calendar. I know on the Google, I know exactly what my day looks like every day when I get up. And I tell people all the time, if you need an alarm clock to get out of bed, your goals aren't big enough. Yep. Like you should, you should. Like I, I, I didn't beat my alarm clock out of bed this morning because I didn't go to bed till late last night and I still got up at four because I got a lot to do because we got a conference coming up in five weeks. Um, but if you need an alarm clock to get out of bed and you're you're hitting snooze, I I, I question your vision. Yeah, tell I don't me question, about that. I so question your vision. Okay, it's a it's a question of vision. Why is that? I think you just don't you don't you don't have enough vision. There's a there's a verse in scripture that says where there's no vision, people perish. Like you have to have a, it's purpose. What we would call modern day, what Simon Sinek would call purpose or Pat Lencioni, you've got to have a why. Like what's my why? Like your why and your purpose, your vision should drive you out of bed every day. For you, it drives you out of bed every day. You know what it is you're doing and you've tasted so much fulfillment from helping other people's lives be changed. It's like, how in the world can I stay in the bed right now? I've got too much stuff going on. Like, so even when it gets hard, you're like, okay, it's hard. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to push through this. And this is what we're going to do. 
And it's, you know, there's a lot of times my alarm clock doesn't catch me. I wake up. I, it's funny. I was telling somebody the other day, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. I was telling somebody the other day, when my alarm clock goes off, I do this is the first thing I think. Uh, I mean, when I wake up in the middle of the night before my alarm clock, I'm sitting there and I'm laying there and I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom or something. And I'm laying there and I'm like, Jesus, can it at least be 3.30 in the morning? Because sometimes it's 2. Because I can go to bed yeah. at 8.39 every night. Yeah. So once about five hours, four or five hours, you know, my body's, it's all, I'm already ready to roll again. So that's my prayer every morning when I wake up before the alarm. I'm like, please let it be close to 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I woke up this morning similar. Uh, I was like, damn, what time is it? Yeah, five. I'm like, well, ready to be up. That's not bad. I used to. No. The old me would go, yeah. oh, no, no, no. You don't have to, you know, be up for like two more hours. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. And I would sit and try to force myself to go back to sleep when I was up for a reason. Mm -hmm. I should have just got up and mm -hmm. got productive. But I, it, yeah. you know, believed system that I needed the full aid or, you know, sleep as much yeah. as you can. And and I've realized I'm a person, although I eight is ideal. I function better around six. Like I'm ready to go yeah. at six. Like, yeah. Yeah, I have six, seven hours, and I'm ready to roll. I took a 25-minute nap around lunch, like an hour and a half ago. I took about a 20, 25-minute nap. I laid on the couch. So I set a little timer because I was a little – I mean, I can go to bed until like midnight last night, and I got up at four. So four hours is not good enough for me. So I had to have a little something. But I just – I did a little – took a little nap, and I said, okay, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. So. See, I am not a nap person. I cannot nap. It disorients me. It, like, makes yeah. it so I can't sleep the following night. Oh, like. Yeah. Naps mess me up. I am not a napper. There is a. But um, I, I can function on little sleep, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, the guy from Thomas Nelson, the publisher, Michael Hyatt, he's got an unbelievable blog, like mini ebook on 20 minute naps. And the mm. physical and the physiological things that 20 minute naps do for you. And he, he, he walks you through the process of how to get your body regulated. To where like when he lays when he does his nap in his office every day for 20 minutes, he's asleep in about 60 seconds. He's out. Wow. And he talks about all the health benefits of doing a little 20 so siesta. You know, there's a reason huh. in Central and South America, they pretty much wherever you go, the shops yeah. are shutting down for at least an hour. Shut down and, hard. You can find right. nothing. It was yep. the weirdest nope. thing when I went to Spain. I wasn't prepared yep. for that. All of a sudden, everything was just done. It's like, oh You're shit. Like, oh. Okay. <laughs> Are the zombies coming? What the heck just happened? Here? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. For me, it's like a control thing. Like I'm afraid something's gonna happen midday that I need to be there for yeah. that I'm not. Um yeah, I just it's it's more of a mental thing for sure. Yeah. But, you, you know, maybe maybe I should try it again. Issue. I know. I mean I don't yeah. I only do it, I only do it like in moments like last night. If I yeah. know I'd get to bed a little late, um, because I'm usually eight thirty, I'm laying in the bed. I'm usually asleep before nine and then I'm up at five, yeah. which is that's eight hours. So yeah, or I'm up good. at four. That's so it's really seven good. hours. Yeah, so. yeah. 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 Are you a person who, uh, will you avoid your phone when you first wake up? Will you do your whole routine no. before you look at your phone? Nope. I, I have a routine every morning. It's always the same. So I have a, I have an app that plays, it's not white noise. It's kind of music, but it's like some worship kind of music. Um, it's really cool. I play that at nighttime when I sleep. Um, and as soon as I wake up, I grab my phone and I go straight to my iTunes and I've got a, I've got a worship playlist. I shuffle a song. I hit shuffle. It'll play. I screenshot it. I go right over to my Instagram and it's always on my Instagram story every morning. I, you can see what worship song I start the day off with. 
I post it and then I go straight to my U version, which is my Bible app. And this morning I just finished up uh, the book of Joshua. Why well, do that? It's actually one. The one I do is called Joshua Explained. So it's a couple pastors out of California. So they actually they actually teach. It's about 10 minutes, 10, 11 minutes. And so they taught on Joshua today and I listen to that and I get done. Um, I, you know, I, you, you go to the next page and it gives you little checks and it puts up a little screen that says, congratulations, you finished this chapter or the whole book or whatever. And then I've got a group text uh, with my guys on it and I send it, I send them a group text check text every morning when I get done. I say, Hey guys, just, you know, this is what I just finished. And today, I think today's Wednesday. And I say, Hey, it's Wednesday. Let's, man, let's go crush it and, and uh, make a difference in the world. And then from there, it's Randy Garn and Gary Bracket. Gary actually, Gary was one of the guys this morning. He goes, keep this coming. And Randy's like, love it, Ken. And my boy Brent goes like, more Jesus. And uh, but he's just got about five. So we just, we're just constantly sharpening each other all day long. So I do that. Um, I walk downstairs. I actually walk downstairs first a lot of times before I do my quiet time. I grab my pre-workout. My clothes are folded. I've got a seating area in my master bedroom. My clothes are laid out for the gym. Um, I usually walk through my podcast studio and click all my, it's a huge room. It's like a 17 by 15 room in my house. And I click all my studio lights on and I walk downstairs and grab my pre-workout, put a big block of ice, big ice cube in it. And I walk upstairs and do all those things while I'm drinking my pre-workout and get dressed, brush my teeth. And if I'm going to F45, I'm there at five. And if I'm going to go to Planet Fitness, I like to lift at least two or three days a week. I do a 20 to 30 minute Peloton. And then I go do chest and tries or like I did this morning or some kind of couple muscle groups together. That's it. That's every morning. And then come home and it's either scrambled eggs and Turkey bacon or scrambled eggs. I had some steak left over from last night. I grilled me a steak. So that's what I had this morning. So nice. Do you work? Do you like start checking your like uh, emails or Instagram messages or any of that? Yeah. yeah. Does that come late? Yeah. Once I'm no, once I'm done, once I'm done with my quiet time and my worship time, um, and I'm drinking my pre-workout. I make my, I always make my bed. My bed's never unmade. Uh, I always make the bed, uh, get dressed. Um, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll check emails. I'll check voicemails. I'll check, but I'm up at that time, 35, 40 minutes before I do that. And then, um, I'll check that. And then I'm, I'm usually out the door pretty quick to go to F45. I'll come in. I'll actually, will come in here and do my goals, gratitude, affirmations and top three. I do that every morning in my planner.